We always enjoy uh, catching up with KDC, the big commercial realty developer here, because they always do big things, fun things. West Legacy and the Toyota headquarters and City Line and those epic office towers down in Deep Ellum. Now they've got a new deal with the Canadians. Cadillac Fairview is a company that used to build a lot of stuff down here. Now they've teamed up with KDC. The sense is probably going to build a lot more stuff. Steve Van Amberg is the CEO of KDC, joined just right now. It's good to have you with us. Hi. So, you know, Cadillac Fairview is a name we know. I know they built the Comerica Tower back in the 80s, and they built a lot of activity, a lot of things down here. What are you two going to do together? Well, um, you know, we've been working on this for quite a while, and it's not like uh, uh, something as important and as impactful uh, can, can happen in a short period of time. We were making good progress before the pandemic, um, we witnessed firsthand so many large, high-quality companies that were focused on uh, retention and recruitment of the best employees wanting uh, to be in a little more dense urban environment and also wanting to be in what they referred to as a highly amenitized environment for their offices. So um, we... Uh, looked at what we had accomplished at City Line and Richardson and what we had accomplished uh, with our development group uh, at Legacy West in Plano. And what we found is all of those companies, uh, Toyota, J.P. Morgan Chase, FedEx Office, Liberty Mutual, State Farm, Raytheon, uh, just tremendous companies, uh, they all were very sensitive to making certain that they uh, provided a highly amenitized workplace uh, just for the, you know, the best recruitment and retention, and that those projects cost quite a bit more, and you have a lot more moving parts, and you also have to acquire a larger piece of land, and that that really demands more capital. And we uh, had the opportunity uh, to be introduced uh almost a year and a half ago to Cadillac Fairview, which is the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund. Uh, they're an incredible company. We're very like-minded. Uh, we really like them all uh, individually in the way that uh, they do business. And we've teamed up with them, along with our current partner, Salmons, to create a fund which will be seeded with approximately $800 million dollars for the purpose of growing our footprint, growing our, um, you know, our ability to build larger, more complicated projects, and that uh, we closed and we're happy and we're already underway on two or three large projects in our area. So I know, and I know you've got a lot of projects under development out of here, Denver and Nashville and what, Raleigh, San, mm-hmm. and down in San Antonio. Are they part of this or? Yes. So it's the whole schmear. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you look at major markets where there's a fair amount of uh, in-migration and inbound uh, moving of corporate groups, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth is probably the best. Uh, Atlanta is really good. Charlotte, uh, we have offices in all those locations. But Texas is a popular choice because of the economics and the cost of living and no state income tax. So there's a lot of companies from both the East and West Coasts that are eyeing uh, the markets that we are actively working in and uh, 
you know, we wanted to make certain that we had the proper capital structure to take advantage of all that activity. So deep pockets. I mean, they've got $36 billion worth of assets, I think. That they're yeah, and, yeah, but, you know, they're really good stewards and they're really, really uh, fine people. So, uh, you know, we needed to always feel comfortable with the culture and the personality of the group that we were going to partner with. And we feel like we've hit a home run with Cadillac Fairview. So what are you working on with them right now? What's announced? Um, what's announced is uh, three projects that uh, will be announced uh, within probably the next month. Um, and they're all larger mixed-use projects where uh, there's an office component, a multifamily component, and also a uh, residential kind of amenity component. Um, you may be aware that they did make an investment uh, in and with uh, the multifamily group at Lincoln Property Company, and that's been very successful. And we like the multifamily guys at Lincoln quite a bit, and I'm guessing that we'll be teaming up with them on a number of projects all around the country. So those three that you're talking about, are they here or are they? Uh, one, w- one's in Atlanta, uh, one's in the Carolinas, in the Raleigh area, and then one is here. Well, I can't wait to find out what it is and what, what's coming. Up. Like I said, you all never think small. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't build like a Piggly Wiggly or something. Uh, you know, uh, we like Piggly Wiggly, but <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we've done at CityLine, for example, we teamed up with Regency Centers and we together worked hard to uh, have Whole Foods put a, uh, a store there to provide that amenity for all the people that live there and work there. Well, but it was uh, surrounded by State Farm. I mean, yeah, it was. That's a big deal. <laughs> but since that time, uh, there's been just under 4,000 multifamily units that have been developed uh, at City Line and across the uh, DART rail. A lot of it is to take advantage of uh, the proximity to the DART station yeah. uh, because there are uh, just a growing number of uh employees that are coming from i would say the south dallas county area and coming up dart and getting off at the bush city line station and there's a lot of employers in that area so uh you know that's a valuable you know dart stop for us for sure but there's a lot of activity up in there you know i i think you're answering one of the questions i was going to ask you which is you know coming out of the pandemic uh, are there fundamental changes? We heard about everybody working from home and really working pretty well from home and sometimes being more productive working from home, and it lowers the overhead for their employers. But it sounds like you're saying that people are going back to work. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I would tell you a lot of the larger companies that have a protocol and a, a sort of timing schedule, uh, what we're seeing is uh, – they have started the race and that, uh, you know, this summer uh, they're bringing uh, all their employees back in uh, uh, what I would call a platoon system. And um, by the end of the summer around Labor Day, from what we understand, everybody will be fully reloaded and that there will be some companies that decide that certain functions can stay at home. But for the most part, uh, these offices that we're developing are going to be fully reloaded. 
you're um, you're active now in in all of the relocation areas. I mean, obviously North Texas, well Texas in general, but uh, Nashville and Denver and you know yep. the Carolinas. So, is there still a lot of movement going on? I mean, you guys are on the leading edge. Usually, you you yeah, hear from some would, company that's looking. Yeah, I would uh, I would tell you that uh, if you look at the markets where um, there it's difficult for a you know beginning employee or mid-level employee to uh, get to the office without being in a remote location and having to commute a long way uh, or the cost of residential is at a level that's prohibitive um, the state of Texas for one is uh, a really really uh, I would say it checks all the boxes and companies from West Coast, East Coast, where they have a state income tax and they have a high cost of living uh, with technology, I think they feel like, you know, why would you burden yeah. the company or the shareholder in the company with paying, uh, you know, wages and salaries and a higher, uh, you know, sort of cost of occupancy because of the way that the particular state, uh, you know, treats corporate work and also, you know, income tax on corporate and individual. So we're lucky. We're Texas is an incredible place. And, uh, you know, I don't know if there is a better place in the in the country for uh, welcoming yeah. and bringing companies in. So you're, you're still seeing the, the, the code name inquiries? Yeah. I would tell you that right now um, we probably – conservatively have six or seven uh code name projects and you know we have an idea who they are and where they're coming from but uh we signed non-disclosure agreements so we can't share anything but but i will tell you that there's a tremendous amount of interest and we're fortunate to have it let me ask you one other thing you mentioned a couple of times when you're building and what we you know what you're going to do with cadillac fairview that that these companies are are wanting you know the right kind of amenities what what are they looking for now? What What are the amenities that, that they want? Um, I would say uh, an attitude and an atmosphere of collaboration uh, where uh, employees have the opportunity to network and really understand uh, what their career path can be and look like, where uh, there's not a strong hierarchy uh, and there's a little bit more of a level playing field and uh, maybe a, 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 you know, a flat hierarchy where starting employees can really understand what it takes to move up within the company. And so they, they create places, places where uh, managers can uh, mix and mingle with starting employees and where they can really build a culture of, uh, you know, sharing and collaboration and then the other is so common spaces. Yeah. The, yeah. The common spaces. And then I would also say that the, uh, the old school would say, we're going to have a cafeteria and you get a short period of time, uh, to go eat your lunch. The, the new groups, uh, have less food service and they actually want to be in a mixed use environment where the employees feel really comfortable in going and, walking and sitting on a park bench or being outside and, uh, you know, going to food trucks like at Clyde Warren Park. There's, it's just a new day and they want to make certain that they're on the cutting edge of 
creating a atmosphere and an environment of, uh, you know, positive culture and, um, it's working. Uh, I'm telling you when you go to, uh, Clyde Warren park and you look at the people that come out, it's a good refresher for, um, you know, people that are in the office to have the ability to come out and walk around in those amenities and not feel like they have to get in their car yeah. and drive and drive to a, a restaurant. And the J.P. Morgan Chase people tell me they enjoy walking around Legacy. So it'll be—I—I yeah. I, I can't wait to see what you guys do together because I know what you've done apart, and it's pretty well, exciting. <laughs> Steve Van Amberg well, is the uh, CEO of KDC. It's always good to catch up. Thank you very much for the time, sir. Okay, thank you, David. Have a great week. Thanks, thank you so much. Thanks okay, for more of our conversation with Mr. Van Amberg. Go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.